0: Welcome to another episode of The Decline and Fall of America. I am your worldwide podcasting host, Charles Factor, broadcasting from the Foggy Mountain Studios and the great misty beyond. Today we have a fascinating subject for this podcast. We're going to be talking about the decline of the death penalty in the United States. So it's a fascinating subject. I hope you find it as interesting as I do. It's very relevant to all of us, our public safety, and it's interesting because the death penalty has existed, well, for approximately 250 years, ever since we've been a country. People have been put to death in one form or another, and the death penalty is when the government does it, and it's changed a little bit over time, and we're going to be discussing how it's changed and the recent decline in the use of the death penalty, The backdrop for all of this is we've seen a dramatic increase in crime, dramatic increase in violent crime all over the country, not just the serial killings and the mass murders, but the rapes and everything else. Uh, We have millions and millions of crimes in this country every year, and a lot of them are violent. So does it come to a surprise to you as it did to me to find out that last year in all of the United States, we only put to death using the death penalty? Only 18 people? Let me repeat that. We have millions of crimes in this country, many of them violent crimes, vicious crimes. But the use of the death penalty in the United States has declined dramatically in recent years. And last year, we only used the death penalty to kill 18 criminals. Huh. Is that effective? Is that working? Shouldn't we be using it a little bit more? Well, let's talk about it. I'm going to read an article today from the Daily Mail. It is a newspaper printed in Great Britain, England, and it is a fascinating subject. So let's begin the article from the Daily Mail written in 2023, very recently is as follows, quote, the evolution of the ultimate punishment, how the death penalty in the United States has changed over 250 years from public hangings till the 1930s, the first electric chair in 1890, and to lethal injections in the 1970s. Here's the article, quote, the death penalty has been part of the United States justice system for hundreds of years, and the methods and laws surrounding its use have undergone several changes throughout time. And while the punishment remains hugely controversial, the United States remains one of only a handful of developed countries, which still uses the death penalty in 2023. In 2022, there were 18 executions in the United States, the fewest in any pre-pandemic year since 1991, as public support for the death penalty dwindles following a series of gruesomely botched executions. Methods through history have varied from lethal injection, currently the most common method, to hanging and death by firing squad. Despite hundreds of years of using the death penalty as a punishment, the procedure still regularly goes wrong, with recent reports detailing how failed attempts at lethal injections have left prisoners. Interesting, isn't this? You know, have left prisoners suffering. Quote, the 24 states which currently have the death penalty are Alabama, Arizona, Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Idaho, Indiana, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, Nevada, North Carolina, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, and Wyoming, and of course the federal government also has the death penalty. The article continues, quote, A moratorium is in place in California, Oregon, and Pennsylvania, and a further 23 states don't use the death penalty at all. Quote, the first recorded execution in British North America is thought to be that of Captain George Kendall, who was killed by a firing squad in the Jamestown colony of Virginia in 1608 for allegedly spying for the Spanish. Throughout the 18th and 19th century, the death penalty was used to punish a wide range of crimes including murder, treason, and even theft. Interesting, isn't this? Quote, in the early days of the United States, many states limited the use of the death penalty to only the most serious crimes, such as murder and treason. But by the 20th century, the use of the death penalty had begun to decline. Several states abolished it altogether, and the number of death sentences and executions have declined rapidly since the late 1990s. In 1999, there were 315 death sentences passed down, compared with only 20 in 2022. There were 98 executions in 1999, one of the highest annual totals in recent memory. Why the U.S. Supreme Court temporarily suspended the death penalty in 1972, it reeled that it was being applied in a discriminatory and arbitrary manner. However, in 1976, the court reinstated capital punishment, and it held that new death penalty statutes in Florida, Georgia, and Texas were constitutional. Public executions in the United States took place until 1936. The final person to be subject to a public execution was Rainey Bethia, age 26, in Kentucky in 1936. Interesting, isn't this? Fascinating topic. Quote, the article continues, quote, the first execution by electrocution was carried out in New York in 1890 on William Kemmler, age 30, who was sentenced for the murder of his common law wife, Matilda. Quote, his execution was criticized by some as inhumane and several problems occurred, including the fact that Kemmler had to be shocked twice before he died. Ironically, the electric chair was intended to be more humane than hanging. Interesting to see how it's evolved over time. Quote, the use of the electric chair as a method of execution quickly spread to other states. By 1949, 26 states used the electric chair as their preferred method for executions. Interesting. Quote, the first use of the gas chamber for capital punishment in the United States was against G. John, a Chinese member of the Hip Song Tong, criminal society in San Francisco. He was sentenced to death in Nevada for the murder of a rival gang member in the state. Interesting article, fascinating topic. It continues. Quote, there have been abolitionist movements, calls to end the death penalty entirely since the eighteen hundreds. Various formal campaigns are currently active to lobby for an end to the punishment. Arguments against the use include that it is an ineffective deterrent, it disproportionately impacts vulnerable communities, and that the the judicial system can be prone to error, meaning that the sentence can be wrongly passed down, unquote. Well, that's the article. And let's discuss it. I mean, what do we think about it? I should state, you know, I was a former prosecutor. So I've never um, prosecuted a death penalty case. So I don't have that experience. I also was a former defense attorney in the military. So I have a lot of experience in criminal justice, but not much experience when it comes to the death penalty. But I should say, as a citizen of the United States, I am very much in favor of the death penalty. I think when people commit mass murders, serial killings, uh, they should be put to death. So I don't care if it's a little bit inhumane in the views of some people. I don't view it as such. The method I would prefer is firing squad. You know, get ten people, ten volunteers to line up. I would certainly be willing to be one of them. And everyone aims at the person, and they all fire at the same time. So nobody knows which bullet actually kills them, and they die. It's firing squad, very effective. You don't have to worry about it not working, and it's very quick. It's instantaneous. Ready, aim, fire. They're dead. I am saddened by the fact, yes, I am saddened, that is the word, for uh, by that only 18 people were publicly executed uh, last year in 2022 in a nation that is beset with violent crimes we see every single day communities across the country. I do not understand why it is not being used more often. I wish it was used more often, I wish it was used faster. And I believe in it. I think it helps with the deterrent value. I also don't like the idea that when people are committing these horrible crimes that we're feeding them and providing them with health care and food and housing and bedding for the rest of their lives. I'd rather see them have a fair trial, let them have fair appeals, let their appeals go all the way through, give them representation, and if they're found guilty at all levels... You know, at the trial court by a jury and then on the court of appeals and then, and then by a Supreme Court. If, they're, if all of their, they've been given all of their legal rights and due process, well, the death penalty has been used since we've been a country for hundreds of years. And I favor its continued use, I favor the expansion of its use. And I have no objection to public executions. How about that? People want to come watch? I'm all in favor of it. Let them come watch. I don't care. These are violent, vicious criminals, and I want to see them put to death after they've received fair justice and due process of the law. So that's where I stand. I'm not saying you have to agree with me. I'm not trying to convince you or anyone else of my belief, but that's my personal belief. But it saddens me. You see crime getting out of control in this country, a lot of people being victimized, millions of people being victimized. And the criminals, well, with only 18 being put to death, they're pretty safe, aren't they? So we've created a nation where citizens live in fear, victims live in fear, real fear, and criminals know that even if they get caught, even if they get arrested, even if they get convicted, even if they lose all of their appeals, only 18 in the entire United States are being put to death every year. At least that's the recent numbers. Personally, I think it should be in the thousands. I think it would make our communities safer. I think it would save the taxpayers money. Why are we paying for these people? to eat and have medical care and to have a bedding and heating and all the rest. That goes. It's about $50,000 a year to pay for a prisoner in the United States. Let me repeat that. It is about $50,000 per year, per year, to take care of one prisoner. It's not cheap. You have to have guards. You have to have buildings. You have to have health care. You have to have food. You have to have athletic activities for them and religious programming and psychological counseling and all these other things. So, I can tell you, you know, if you keep somebody alive that's committed these horrible, horrible, horrible crimes serial killers, rapists, serial rapists, mass murderers and you keep them alive for, let's say, 30, 40, even 50 years, it's the taxpayers that are paying for it. That's you and me that are paying for it. Why? In my opinion, they should be put to death. So, I'm an advocate of public executions. But I thought you should know. This is the history of it in this country. This is what's currently going on. You can make up your own mind. That's fine. But to me, the fact that we're executing so few violent criminals, and we've seen such a dramatic increase, a skyrocketing of violent crime in the United States, to me, and maybe to you, isn't this just a very clear indicator of another sign of the decline and fall of America? I am your worldwide podcasting host, Charles Factor. Broadcasting live from the Foggy Mountain Studios and the Great Misty Beyond, wishing you a great day.